Hello guys and welcome to episode two of the Triple F podcast. Uh, firstly, I want to thank you all for tuning into the first one, the introduction of Who is Brad? The feedback was absolutely sensational. Thank you, thank you. Um, I, I knew it was a highly requested thing that people wanted from me, but I never realized it would reach that many people or I would get that much feedback from it. So the masses of thank yous and loves to you all is always, always appreciated. So episode two of the podcast coming for you guys today. I'm just going to take a sip of my fine beverage because I've got an incredibly dry throat. <clears throat> Refreshing. So what are we talking about today? So I actually have a really fucking exciting and nerve-wracking day coming up today. So I thought today I wanted, and I thought it would be quite appropriate to come on and talk about imposter syndrome or being stuck in your own head and having those moments of self-doubt or moments of um, disbelief in, in, in your own potential or your current kind of position in life. So... So today is an actual real fucking big day for me, and I feel really weird talking about it, but it's not been finalized, and this is this is what I mean by the imposter syndrome. It's not been finalized, it's not cement, it's not concrete. So I've had this constant air of doubt or disbelief. So I'm going to put you out of your misery. So today I'm basically planning on buying a car. I've, I've had this car on my mind for months and months and months and months and months. One of those cars, as I was growing up as a child, just you see and you're just mesmerized by it. And, you know, I, I've been talking myself in and out of this situation for more fucking weeks than I care to fucking think of. Um, should I do it? Can I afford it? You know, is it wise? Is it sensible? Um, you know, is everything going to go okay? What happens if, like, next month everybody decides to leave me? Like, what happens if... You know, all, all these things that kind of run through your head. And, and yes, I agree that you have to be mindful and you have to be conscious and you have to be considerate of so many moving variables when it comes to life. But there's a fine line between being cautious and being careful and then having what is this imposter syndrome. And I think it's just a very relative... And also relatable thing as well. You know, I, I know big coaches in the industry that have this as well. Um, and I think it's something that can sometimes impact you, hold you back, but then also propel you forward. So imposter syndrome, what is imposter syndrome like? Who has it? You know, how do you how do you cope with it? So imposter syndrome to me is this constant disbelief or this constant feeling that the situation that you're in or the life that you live or the things that you have are just going to be pulled from underneath your feet any moment. And, and this is something that I feel quite a lot of the time. I feel, you know, I feel very blessed and very fortunate to be in the position I am, work with the people that I do. Um, and this has all come from me just slaving every hour and every minute that I can to get that. But I just always have this subconscious feeling or this kind of voice in the back of my head that goes, but what if it all ends? What if it stops tomorrow? What happens if something goes wrong? What happens if, you know, it's not really like a, um, a thought or, or, a, or a factual thing that I think that's going to happen. It's just, uh, is this even real? 
is this my reality or is it all going to come crashing down one day? And, you know, when you think of things rationally, you can say, well, no, you know, I put this hard work in to get to here. It's not just going to disappear overnight. But that doesn't stop those kind of anxious thoughts or that kind of nagging little fucking voice in the back of your head that goes, ah, well, you never know. Like, you know, COVID was a perfect example of this. I mean, who the fuck thought that was coming? You know, who thought that we were going to be locked in our fucking houses? And that, to me, <laughs> weirdly enough, didn't actually stress me out. I was like, yeah, it's cool. I can get over this. I can get through this. And I'll just adapt and overcome. But the imposter syndrome, like, for me, the car is just a perfect example. And I thought that's why it would be quite an appropriate one to do today. So I actually woke up at 4 o'clock this morning just because I was so excited and so nervous about this phone call now. I'd been speaking to the garage all week last week about it, questions, um, trade for my car, um, figures, details. Like It's not something that I just want to jump into head first. Like, it's a big decision. So they were closed over the weekend. And I haven't put a deposit down on it because he didn't say that I needed to. Like, as the garage was closing, I thought, shit. I better put a deposit down on it. I know he said that we'll sort it out Monday, but I better put a deposit down just in case someone rings up or emails and they have the money there and there. Like, this guy's going to come in with all this cash and just dump it on his table and just give it to him. This is what I mean about the imposter syndrome. Like, your head just comes up with the most stupid scenarios in your head and you're just like, yeah, that that's probably going to happen. Um, so I've had these, like, anxiety dreams all weekend about this fucking car and this guy selling it to somebody else before I can actually ring him up on Monday morning to like go through it all. Um, but this is this is why I thought it was quite irrelevant and um, important topic to kind of talk about because I know a lot of people feel this. I know a lot of people have this in regards to their training programs. I know a lot of people have this in regards to their businesses, their relationships, their their happiness, you know, there's so many areas that this can then affect. Now, bodybuilders are a perfect example of this. Now, we work countless amounts of hours, days, weeks, months, years, trying to perfect the physique, not missing a meal, not missing a training session, not missing a rep, to potentially one day maybe go on holiday or fall ill or get an injury. And all of a sudden, this imposter syndrome kind of kicks in and goes, ah, you've had a couple of days off, like, you're going to lose everything. You're not going to be the same again. Like, you're not going to be as strong. You're not going to be as lean. You're not going to be as big. And it's almost this voice that then impacts you and thinks, shit, I'm going to lose everything. Like, I've put all this time and effort and all this attention in, and now I've just fucked it because I've been ill or I've got a slight injury. Like... It's not going to happen. It's that it, it doesn't work like that. Do you know what I mean? So, I think this is, and like I said at the start, sometimes I feel an imposter syndrome can be a blessing and a curse at the same time. But it's just how you use it and how you let it affect you. Are you going to let it drive you, or are you going to let it bury you? Because you know, I could have, for example, this whole weekend stressed about the car so much. I mean, like, what if somebody, what if he sells it? What if uh, somebody else comes along? What if, you know, it all falls through and they don't want to trade in my car for it? Like, I'm going to have to find somebody else to buy it. And, you know, all these all these things that are just going through my head. And I thought, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to be excited that I'm even 
able to entertain a conversation like this, you know, five, six years ago, it was a fucking pipe dream. I was sleeping in a car, <laughs> not thinking about buying one. So it's it, it's how you then drive it and how you then use it. Um, and I think it's the same in regards to business. And I know a lot of business owners, um, coaches, online coaches, have the same thing because obviously we're self-employed because obviously we rely on building our own business and our own reputation our own brands like it's on us like people don't send us clients unless you're one of those dickhead coaches that apparently claims to have a va that does all your work <laughs> yeah right like that ain't coaching bro um anyway anyway i, I digress <laughs> um the, the people who genuinely live and breathe and bleed coaching like we find our own clients the clients find us we put the work in we do the posts we do the social media we do the video in we do the the podcasts the the transformations like we want this but it doesn't stop us from continuously sitting there and thinking yeah but what happens if it all ends tomorrow what happens if you know, clients get ill or clients get married or relationships and they just don't want to be coached anymore. And it's 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 that constant fear. And like I said, I know there's a lot of coaches in the industry that have this and some that are very, very fucking successful as well. And I think if it's used in the right way, in the right manners and the right direction, it can help drive you further because fear is a powerful thing. Fear can drive you further than you will ever expect. It's just how that fear is used. And I know for me, a lot of my driving force has come from fear. And it's not fear that, you know, I won't have what I have. It's the fear of being back where I was all those years ago. It's the fear of letting down people that I made promises to and that I was I wanted to succeed and that I wanted to be different from everything that I was told and you know at school I was always told that I was going to be a fuck up or I would never amount to anything so it was the the fear of going I don't want to prove these people right I don't I don't want that to be my reality so you know I think people and I did a similar video on this um the other day about calling yourself out on your bullshit and being comfortable with it you know imposter syndrome or being complacent or fear can swallow you whole it can bury you it can fucking drown you but if you use it in the right manners if you have the right processes in place to almost be mindful of it and aware of it and respect it then you can use it to drive you forward you can use it to progress you like for me um the, the biggest part of the imposter syndrome is i was once somewhere very different I felt that feeling. I felt, I felt poverty. I felt loneliness. I felt sadness. I felt failure. And when that imposter syndrome comes back of, do you remember what that felt like? You know, you could be back there. I, I, I refuse. I just think, fuck that. Like, fuck that. I don't want to ever be that again. I don't want to ever feel that again. I don't want to ever be anything like that. And this is, again, I think another thing that can drive a coach as well. When you've felt those feelings and, you know, you can relate to that when a client's struggling or a client feels low or a client feels down 
and they're in those positions, you can relate. You know, you can see that imposter syndrome or you can see that sadness and you want to help bring them out of it. So, you know, it's it's more of a, like I said, be mindful of it and be respectful of it. But at the same time, use it. Like, I think it was Will Smith or Denzel that were talking about fear. And they said how fear is one of the most powerful tools you can use. Welcome fear. Like, op open arms. Like, invite fear in. Invite failure in. Because then it knows where your limits are. You know what you need to progress on. So, for me, like, as much as it bugs me and as much as I wind myself up, like, I don't think I've ever done as many steps as I have daily over the last three days because I'm just sitting there waiting for fucking Monday morning to come around so I can ring this fucking garage and be like, right, take my fucking money, give me the fucking car keys, and then we're done. But it's 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 a driving force that then leads to progression as well. Like, if I didn't have that imposter syndrome, if I didn't have that fear of failure, if I didn't have that, kind of constant discomfort of I do not want to stay sat in the same spot I want to progress I want to grow you wouldn't have growth you wouldn't have progression you wouldn't have the next level so I think instead of instead of worrying about it at times I think welcome it like like I say just be respectful of it because it's something that can tip you over the edge very quickly and I think this is something that will then come into a, a later podcast but self-control like knowing your limits knowing how to control your mind knowing how to push yourself and progress yourself in the right ways and the wrong ways like i know i'll hold my hands up like what i do probably isn't healthy in regards to how much i work and how obsessed i am with work but it's how i am it's 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 the way i was brought up it's the it is almost bred into me like fuck me you could write an autobiography on my mum and what my mum was like in regards to her work ethic and it just rubbed onto me. I watched her and I grew up by that and that's that's just something that's ingrained in me. So I think to kind of wrap this podcast up, you know, if you do struggle with imposter syndrome and it is something that you feel on a regular basis or you feel more so in times of change. And I think that's that's what it is with some people. It's, it's, the, it's the times of change. Welcome it. Be respectful of it and use it as a driving tool. You know, if, if you didn't have that imposter syndrome or you didn't have that fear or you didn't have that worry of failure, you're probably not pushing yourself as hard as what you could do. You're probably quite complacent. You're quite comfortable. And, you know, it, as cliche as the saying is, like nothing happens when you're comfortable. Nothing, no change happens when you're complacent. Push yourself out of those limits. Push yourself into those like uncomfortable spots that will then force and forge a different version of yourself. Like, like I said, welcome fear, welcome failure, because it will force you to drive harder. It will force you to drive further. So that basically rounds up episode two of the podcast. A little bit shorter one for you, a little bit sweeter. Um, I thought I'd just keep it quite relative to what was actually happening for me today as well. So obviously I'm recording this on the 27th, so it's probably not going to go live for a couple of days. So we'll see if I actually have the car. See, there you go. <laughs> we'll see if I actually have the car by the time this goes live. Um, but guys, thank you very much as always. It's always a pleasure 
coming onto your airwaves um, and speaking with you guys. As always, much love, stay blessed, stay fine, fresh, and fucking fantastic. And I will catch you guys soon. Much love.